financially tuned. Whether it's a high-performance engine or an orchestra, there's a significant difference between being slightly out of tune or perfectly in tune. The same is true of your finances. When your financial plan is even slightly out of tune, you may be paying too much for taxes, exposing yourself to too much risk, or retiring without a sound income plan. And like the conductor of an orchestra or skilled mechanic, Mark Fricks of Master Plan Retirement Consultants is the professional who helps to get everything perfectly tuned. A lifelong resident of the Marietta area, Mark Fricks has spent over 27 years in financial services. Mark's extensive training in the needs of those retired or planning to retire has prepared him well to guide folks through the maze of challenges that face today's retirees. Contact Mark at 770-980-9262 or on the web at masterplanyourretirement.com. And now, here's Mark Fricks to help you be perfectly tuned. Hello and welcome to Financially Tuned with me, Mark Fricks of Master Plan Retirement Consultants and our co-host today, Tony Shore. And today we have a very relative topic we're going to be discussing. We're going to be talking about market volatility and how it's tied into emotional investing and ways to successfully handle both of those items. We're coming up on that time of year when... The markets tend to be more volatile, and so we think our listeners need to uh, hear this message and, and understand how to approach and make it through that, uh, that market volatility. So I think it's a great topic for the, for the season. What about you, Tony? Well, I think it's the perfect topic, Mark. And Mark Fricks, uh, I, I, I hope our listeners realize what a treat it is for them. Uh, that uh, you're here and you're going to impart your wisdom on this topic because I know you deal with it day in, day out. You've been doing this for years. So this should be a great discussion to have. And you're right. I mean, just politi- just the political climate uh, can influence the markets as of late. Isn't that right? Oh, yeah. That's that's certainly something that, that will affect it. Um, and, and every time the polls sway one way or the other, it can have some effects, and, and we'll talk about that today. It's interesting. Um, you know, we had uh, some discussions recently about the Brexit, you know, the exit of Britain from the Eurozone or the, uh, or the coalition, and, and yep. uh, you know, it was, uh, we had a week of, of down markets. I mean, we were down, I think, four or 500 points that week, and then the next week it recovered. And so there, there's one kind of volatility, uh, and then there's deeper volatility. So we're going to touch on both of those. And, and, but more importantly, we're going to talk about what to do about it. I mean, it's one thing to talk about. It's sure. like the weather, you know, to talk about it and, yeah. and complain. But let's see what we can do about it. Let's see if we can solve the equation. So that's the important part. Well, yeah, that is the important part. And you're the, you're the answer man. And I'm the question <laughs> man, I guess, Mark. So uh, this is going to be a great topic. Obviously, the market had been trending upward and doing well. It, it even reached some new highs earlier this year. I mean, we started the year off down, uh, then it uh, hit some highs. But now, as of late, it's been volatile again. So uh, what insight could you give our listeners today, Mark, on how to deal with all this market volatility and make sure they're not just uh, using their emotions to invest? Yeah, and that's really, I think that key word is emotions. There are two emotions that we we see when it comes to investing, especially investing one's own money. Uh, and when it's, when it's your money, there's a different level of emotion. And those two emotions are fear and greed. 
and there's been billions of dollars spent on on studying investor uh, emotions and 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 the effects and and what they've determined is that we tend to do the exact opposite of what we should do in other words uh, when we see you know the market climbing usually we we see it climbing when it's definitely been climbing for a while and so we get in but but the problem is we get in when it's later down the road and so you know here we are uh, the market's uh, maybe already taken most of its climb, and then we jump in, and then guess what happens? We start getting corrections. So, mar- yeah. uh, market emotions is is really something that uh, that is a problem, and that's why I think a lot of folks rely on us to manage their money, and we do what we call active management. We'll talk about that more later, but it puts us at a distance from our money, and therefore we're not quite as uh, uh, there's not that probability of us making a move when we should not, or not making a move when we should. Sure. And, you know, we do hear a lot about risk exposure when dealing with a volatile market. Maybe you could explain to our listeners exactly what that is. What is risk exposure? Yeah, I think the simplest way to explain risk exposure is what is the uh, potential uh, amount that you can deviate from your expected outcome. So let's say if you expect in this account to get 6%, but it could actually, you know, make 12% or lose 12%, then you've got you know, a fair amount of risk. You know, you're expecting six, you get a negative, you know, 18 or, or negative 8, 15 or whatever. And so that's a, a fairly high level of risk. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of folks that misunderstand this, especially, you know, we, we had market times from 1980 till 1999, the average annual return was better than 17%. And I don't know if you heard that or not, from, from 1980 to 1999, the average annual return was greater than 17%. And so, you know, we kind of got used to this climbing market and, and, and risk became something that, you know, just didn't exist. Uh, you know, we may lose some here and there. Actually, the, you know, the year that we had Black Monday back in 1987 had that huge drop in one day. Um, we actually made 2% in the market that year. So, you know, the 80s and the 90s were, were really strong. But the problem is, is they're gone. <laughs> we don't have that anymore. Yeah. And so yeah. from 2000 until uh, now, we've had an average return of less than 4%. And that's, you know, you say, okay, well, 4%, oh, yeah, that's not horrible. Yeah, but the biggest loss was 38 and we had it twice. You know, <laughs> so it's not just the fact that the average is certainly not as much, but the, the potential for loss was so huge. So you, you couple that with nearing retirement. If you're in your 50s or beyond, uh, you can't take that kind of volatility. And, and so it becomes that much more important to make sure that we understand how volatility works, how to take advantage of it, and what to do about minimizing risk. Yeah, and that's key. you got to minimize the risk. So uh, what are some necessary steps that our listeners could take when they face risk exposure? Well, a couple of things, and we talk a good bit about the color of money, and, and we won't talk about that a lot uh, yet in this program. But the first thing we do is we color people's money. And what I mean by that is we divide it up based on the future use. And so we, we have a bucket called yellow money that's a, a kind of cash, liquidity, uh, CDs, money market, things like that. We have green money that's protected money that uh, cannot go down. And so we don't have to worry about the volatility there. And then we have red money that has volatility, but it's designed to be a longer term. So therefore, the volatility is not as dangerous. But then we go a step further. We, we then take uh, that red money, that risk money, and we basically um, manage it actively. And, and in just in a nutshell, that just means that we are uh, using computers and algorithms and, and, and special software, uh, um, using, um, and, and by the way, we have 
hundreds of portfolios to choose from uh, using this methodology, we are uh, monitoring it uh, all the time. And so we are looking at ways to make, uh, make sure that we try to stay out of those troughs, that we stay out of that negative, you know, 20 and 30 and 40%. You know, there's nothing that's going to be positive. I, uh, I mean, for sure, there's not a guarantee. I mean, if you're in the market, there's no, no way you can guarantee you're not going to lose something. There's no way you can guarantee a certain return. But there are ways to cut that volatility, especially that downward volatility. So that's what we do with active management. And part of that is having a really sound investment strategy. I mean, think about this. If you, if you look ahead of time and say, these are the rules we want to follow with this investment. When this happens in the market, we're going to do this. When that happens, we're going to do that. And that takes the emotion out of it. Instead of looking at it every day and, and, and worrying about it and saying, oh, Lord, what's going to happen? The sky's falling. We need to get out. Instead, we have a set of rules for each portfolio. And we know that if this happens or if this trend is occurring or if this, this uh, you, you know, whatever is happening, we have a rule that says take step two. And that may mean get out of that market or it may mean get out of that sector or whatever. And so having an investment policy and investment strategy ahead of time, which, Tony, you know I've used the word strategy, you know, 10 times a show because that's what it's really all about. So having sure. a strategy about your investment uh, that monitors that set of rules, behaviors, and procedures that guide, uh, you know, our investment philosophy to make sure that portfolio does what we want it to do within the realm and within the percentages of what it's designed to do. And that's really key. Well, sure. So what can you tell us about how to avoid making the wrong decisions when we do face one of these volatile markets like we have now? Well, that's a part of that is my job. Uh, you know, our clients, we sit down with them, sure. you know, a few times a year and we look at where we've been, where we're going, have our goals changed for, for each particular account, uh, what's going on in their lives and things like that. So step one is just making sure that we understand, oh, we still, do we still have the same goals? Okay. And then once we understand that, then we look and see what has been our progress. Uh, and then we take a look at is, is, uh, is it going the way we, it, you know, we plan for it to go. And, you know, a lot of times I had a client in yesterday and, and bless her heart. She is, uh, um, uh, she's a, a former school teacher. And so she's very methodical, very, um, you know, research and things like that. So she loves to watch the market. Now she's set up perfectly. They have enough money in the income bucket to provide lifetime income. So everything they have in the market is that hope so money, that fun money, that backup money. And so, you know, we're fine. And then we have her in, in two great managed accounts that have, have done exactly what we wanted them to do. Okay. So great scenario. And basically, she has a chart. She brought it with her, and it's in a little composition book of what the Dow and the S&P do every day. And she keeps a log of that, and she looks at it every day. And, and I asked her, I said, I said, why do you do that? And, and, you know, and she's got all this, well, I want to see what the market's doing. Well, you know, what do you, and all this yada, 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 right? And I said, listen, I said, does it help you? She said, what do you mean? I said, I said does, it, does it help you control the market? No, of course not. Does it help you sleep better? No, I'm looking at it every day. I said, why do you do it? And I said, I tell you what, make me a promise. Start by not looking at it more than once a month. Once a month, look at the market, put it in your book, and you come back in a month and you tell me how your life has changed. And so I'm looking forward because I know what's going to happen. If she sticks to it, she's going to come back and she's going to say, you know, without looking at it, I didn't worry about it. And now I come back a month later and I see, you know, all those little days didn't matter. I look at the month and maybe I'm up a percent or I'm down a percent or whatever, but I don't, I'm not looking at that daily fluctuation that was driving me crazy. So, you know, if she had been managing her own money, she would be all over the board. And so luckily I was the buffer 
And, and even though she was m- watching the market, she wasn't going in and selling and buying based on the market. So that's step one is me to be the buffer, the, the, the person that comes in and talks sense and says, wait a minute, you know, take a step back. You know, you know it's kind of like the uh, don't panic type of, type, type of mode. And so that's a big part of our job is helping control those emotions based on logic of the account that we're in. Well, and I think that's great. And obviously the key here is getting a financial professional who you can trust like yourself uh, to help, you know, guide you through all this because you don't want to make the wrong decisions, obviously. Now, our time is up for this first segment of the show, Mark. It's time to take a quick commercial break. Is there anything you would like to share with our listeners before we do? Yeah, we're going to uh, actually offer something we've been offering the last couple of weeks and it has proven to be really popular. We are offering for the first 20 listeners that will call our office and schedule a chat with us. And it's, it's a basically a 90-minute complimentary um, discussion of your situation, where you're at for retirement, where you want to be, maybe get some questions answered about Social Security or retirement accounts, uh, taxes, state planning, anything along those lines. So 90 minutes, your time. Uh, your time is our time. Our time is your time for that 90 minutes. We pour a cup of coffee or a cup of tea, uh, very laid back. It can be at any of our five satellite offices around Atlanta and, uh, and and really just a time to talk about your retirement. So not only will you get the complimentary consultation, but also a copy of my new book came out about a year ago. It's also been revised since then because of some changes in Social Security. So it's a great book about true stories of people we've worked with what kind of problems they had, and then what we did about them. So it's really an interesting book. It's not just a bunch of facts and figures. So a copy of our book, as well as a complimentary consultation, just call the office, 770-980-9262. If you catch us away from the phones, leave a message. Say you want to take advantage of the uh, the offer on the radio show. We'll get you in here. We'll, we'll uh, again, have a chat, and it's a great opportunity. All right. Well, that sounds like a great offer. Uh, Mark, why don't you give that phone number out one more time for our listeners? Absolutely. 770-980-9262. And if you're driving, just remember Master Plan Retirement Consultants. Do a Google search. It will pop right up. All right. Thank you so much, Mark. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more from Mark Fricks of Master Plan Retirement here on Financially Tuned right after this. In today's volatile environment, making sure your scales are balanced has never been more important. Money can go up or down in value, and it may pose a risk if not properly managed to serve a specific purpose in a comprehensive plan. At Master Plan Retirement Consultants, we created a report that has general guidelines for proper allocation of your retirement and investment assets called the Rule of 100. You can download your complimentary Rule of 100 report at masterplanyourretirement.com or call us today at 770-980-9262. Welcome back to Financially Tuned with me, Mark Fricks of Master Plan Retirement Consultants and our co-host today, Tony Shore. And just as an overview, really what we've been talking about today is how to deal with a volatile stock market. And so we've, uh, I think, had a great discussion so far and looking forward to digging a little deeper. Yeah, definitely. Uh, You've covered a lot of ground so far on today's show, Mark, and how to keep our emotions under control when and if we have to deal with those unpredictable markets. Now, what are some ways an investor can stay rational if and when the market is unstable? Of course, for myself, I just need to know when to stay rational in general, but uh, especially (laughs) when the market is unstable. Well, there was a great article prepared by Broadridge Investor Communication Solutions, and it was titled 11 Ways to Help Yourself Stay Sane 
in a crazy market. So I'm going to run over those steps. And, and, you know, if somebody wants me to email them to them, I can certainly do that as well later on. But they're, they're fairly simple. And it's what we do. I mean, it's what we help people do. And so step one is basically... Um, having a game plan, having predetermined guidelines that um, of how that account is to be managed, uh, what happens in bad times, what happens in good times, which direction we would go in as far as letting a holding go or picking up a holding. And so having a plan, having a game plan is step one. Step two is, I think, a big one is knowing what you own. But more importantly, why do you own it? Uh, so many folks come in, and first of all, they have a hard time keeping up with the different accounts. Uh, they'll even forget about an account or two. They'll come in for the second or third meeting. Oh, I forgot about this Roth I had over at so-and-so type of thing. So know what you own, but also, why do you own it? I mean, is that something that you had a purpose for? Or was it, you know, I love the people that come in with Roths, and they'll have a Roth account, and it'll have, have either five, ten, dollars or $15,000 in it. And what they did was they heard a radio show or they read an article and it said, no, you really need a Roth. So they opened one and they funded it for two or three years and, and then they quit, uh, you know, because it wasn't automatic. It wasn't set up at work. And so, you know, so so why did you own it? And then why did you not keep doing it? So every account needs to have a purpose. Number three is remembering that everything is relative. And that basically means that um, basically you need to compare your different accounts to benchmarks, first of all. And so, in other words, if you've got an account and it's designed to kind of track the S&P, then we need to compare it to the S&P. And, and then we can kind of look, are we keeping ahead of the S&P? You know, I, I don't mind keeping pace with the S&P. That's a good thing, but I don't like the volatility. So I like accounts, I like portfolios that can match the S&P and, 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 and get a decent return, but not have that negative 25. And so we've got some accounts that have done in the past very well at doing that. Uh, so that, you know, again, making sure that we know how to track that. The next step is always tell yourself that this too shall pass. Don't rush into selling. Don't rush into buying. You kind of you know, sometimes sometimes you just need to take a step back. Like we said earlier during the, uh, the vote in Britain about the exit from um, from the uh, European Union is, uh, you know, I had a lot of people calling me later that week when the market had gone down three, four, five hundred points. You know, what are we doing? What are we going to do? I said, wait. Just, just wait. And sure enough, the next week, we not only got back to where we were, but passed where we were because that was an emotional response. The uh, Brexit vote did not affect anything that week except people's emotions. That's all it affected. And so emotions calmed down. People bought back in. And so we knew. We knew that. We didn't get out of the market. We stayed in and we actually made money. So I can't say that for this week. We actually have begun making moves this week to begin moving certain holdings out of the market because of some signals we're getting. Uh, but again, uh, tell yourself that this too shall pass. Sure. The, yeah. yeah. I mean, we've seen some massive ups and downs uh, and these are great tips. Uh, what are the remaining ways that our listeners out there can stay sane in a crazy market? Well, another one is uh, sometimes you got to consider playing defense. Um, uh, many of our portfolios have a uh, uh, an option of moving to cash or if not to cash to a very safe holding if things uh, get real dicey. Uh, back, uh, my favorite portfolio that we use back in 2008, basically um, sat in cash. You know, they got out uh, before everything dropped uh, big time uh, and they sat it out. And so ended up losing like one or two percent. Uh, so uh, that's, I love that defense. I mean, you know, it's, yeah. Uh, even even if I go playing defense and and I miss out on a couple of percentage points here and there, that's better than really getting that big dip. So sometimes you just got to play defense. Uh, yeah. The next one is stay on course by continuing to save. So if you're not if you're not retired yet, 
and you still have money that you can save and put away, you know, the best time to save is during volatile times because you're doing what they call dollar cost averaging. And if you're putting money into the market once or twice a month, you're buying in at all different points of the market. So keep doing that. Don't, you know, now maybe the money that's already in there, you might want to manage differently. The, but the money going in, the new money, keep doing it because if the stock market is down, you're getting a bargain on, on stocks and, and bonds and mutual funds. Uh, so, so just keep, keep at it. Keep, keep saving. Number eight says um, use cash to help, help manage your mindset. In other words, cash many times is the financial equivalent of taking deep breaths to relax. So it kind of goes back to playing defense. Sometimes it's good to move to cash just to kind of take a break. You know, things are crazy. The market's all crazy. Uh, you know, if you're close to retirement or in retirement, you know, it, it doesn't hurt to move to cash sometimes or, or partially to cash or whatever, just to take a breath, you know. Number nine is remember your roadmap. And I guess what I mean by that is, is not only should you have the guidelines in place, but remember your overall plan as well. Remember that, you know, each account has a different purpose. Some accounts are designed to be more volatile because we don't need them for 10 years. Uh, other accounts need to be less volatile. So remember your big picture. Remember your, uh, your retirement roadmap, we like to call it. And remember that it's not just about investing. You know, we're, today's show is about investing, but there's a lot of other places that, that you can lose a lot of money too, including taxes and things of that nature that need to be considered when investing to make sure that we are making the right choices from that standpoint as well. Uh, the next one is um, avoid looking in the rearview mirror. And I think this is a big one. And what I mean by that is many people come to me with their portfolios and maybe they're kind of helping to manage it or doing their own 401k or whatever. And basically what they do is they, they look at that list of mutual funds and they see what did good last year. And that's the ones they pick. So these four funds, you know, they all did 5 to 10% last year or the last three years. So I'm picking those. The problem is, is that has nothing to do with, with what's going to happen this year. And so if you're picking the best one last year, there's a good chance it won't be the best one this year. If you were to go back over the last 30 years and pick up the um, beginning of the year copy of Money Magazine, I think that's the magazine that looks at the best mutual funds of the last year. You'll yeah. look and you'll see this big list of all the best mutual funds last year. If you compare it to the next year, I can pretty much promise you half of them will be different. And then the following year, the other oh, yeah. half will be different because sure. it's, it's a different market. It has nothing to do with the yeah. fund. If it's a big, you know, a big cap type of uh, mutual fund and big caps did bad, guess what? It's not going to yeah. do good. <laughs> no, <laughs> so, no, it really does vary. And, and that's that's critical. Now, we're almost out of time for today's show, Mark. Is there anything else you have for our listeners before we go today? Well, the last step is take it easy. Uh, you know, if you feel pressured to make a change, meet with us first and let's take a look at why the change and, and let us help control those emotions. That's why we uh, do, I think, such a great job from an investing standpoint. Is we're that buffer to keep you from making a bad decision at a bad time. So, again, we do have that offer as we uh, get ready to close the show today. That offer is anyone that calls in, the first 20 folks that call in that listen to the show, uh, have an opportunity to meet with me one-on-one, -on -one, 90 minutes, just to discuss your situation, whether it be investments, estate planning, tax planning, your overall retirement plan, anything to do with uh, your retirement roadmap. You also get a copy of my book, uh, The Road Less Traveled. Uh, basically, it's how to prepare for an excursion of a lifetime, which is your retirement. And so those two items, a complimentary consultation and a copy of my book, are yours if you're one of the first 20 callers. Well, that's great, Mark, and I appreciate that. Listeners, thanks for tuning in. That does it for today's episode of Financially Tuned with Mark Fricks from Master Plan Retirement. 
And that phone number one last time, 770-980-9262 or Google Master Plan Retirement Consultants. Otherwise, I look forward to seeing everybody next week. Thank you for listening to Financially Tuned. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Mark Fricks at Master Plan Retirement Consultants. Call 770-980-9262 or visit their website at masterplanyourretirement.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Opinions expressed are solely those of Master Plan Retirement Consultants and staff. All topics covered are believed to be from reliable sources. However, Master Plan Retirement Consultants makes no representations as to its accuracy or completeness. Topics should be discussed with your individual advisor prior to implementation. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services offered through Master Plan Wealth Advisors, Inc., a registered investment advisor in the state of Georgia. Insurance products and services are offered through Fricks & Associates, Inc. Master Plan Wealth Advisors and Fricks & Associates, Inc. are affiliated companies. Mark Fricks and Master Plan Retirement Consultants are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency.